listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Scribes who had come from Jerusalem said of Jesus, He is possessed by Beelzebul. And by the prince of demons, he drives out demons. Summoning them, he began to speak to them in parables. How can Satan drive out Satan? If a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand. That is the end of him. But no one can enter a strong man's house to plunder his property unless he first ties up the strong man, then he can plunder his house. Amen, I say to you, all sins and all blasphemies that people utter will be forgiven them, but whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never have forgiveness, but is guilty of an everlasting sin. And they said to him, he has an unclean spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Good afternoon and welcome. May the Lord give you his peace. Amen. Amen. It's kind of an intense day, and that's a bit of an intense reading there, huh? <laughs> the uh, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit. And so from the catechism, the Catholic Church, um, just a, a definition of blasphemy, and then uh, just a couple of stories to kind of bring home what the Lord might be saying to us here. Um, blasphemy is directly opposed to the second commandment, that is to keep the Lord's name holy, It consists in uttering against God, inwardly or outwardly, words of hatred, reproach, or defiance, and speaking ill of God, and failing in respect towards him in one's speech, and in misusing God's name. And so this blasphemy is an expression of anger towards God, and in the context of what Jesus is teaching here about the so-called unforgivable sin, the Catechism says... It's not unforgivable because God's mercy isn't powerful enough. God's mercy is without limits. But it's unforgivable in the sense that when a person gives themselves over to sin and they're so angry at God, they refuse the mercy that he offers. You know, And that's, that's the understanding there. Every once in a while, I'll have a conversation with a person who's like nervous, like, did I commit that sin? I'm not sure if I did. It's like, no, no, you didn't, you know. And uh, it's, it's really clear. And it, in the catechism, it expounds it really great. Um, but it has to do with people who are so twisted by sin that they, they honestly think that God is evil. You know, they, they're talking to Jesus, who is God incarnate, and they think he's a demon. You know, it's like, if you think good is bad and bad is good, you're, wow, that's, you're really, really twisted there. And it can happen. Um, and so uh, a little story, couple of little stories um, that connect to today's day of prayer for uh, dignity of life, obviously, you know, for the end to the scourge of abortion and for healing and mercy for any person that's been involved with that healing and mercy that's always available from the Lord. Um, I was once praying the rosary outside an abortion mill. This was in Dobbs Ferry, New York. It was uh, closed down now, but it was kind of an infamous place. They had been doing abortions earlier than Roe v. Wade. So I think the state of New York had kind of opened things up. And it was so odd because next to the abortion mill was all, uh, another building was a fertility clinic. It was so strange. Like, what are we doing here? You know? And um, so there was a group of us and we were just quietly, peacefully praying the rosary out of the way. 
And then there was uh, some uh, people who were, you know, very in favor of abortion there, and they were uh, so angry, <laughs> just screaming at us. And I had this lady uh, get in my face, and I'm just like standing there praying the rosary. And she's saying some stuff I'm not going to repeat in church, okay, but it's clearly there was an evil spirit there. And she gets in my face and she screams, you, you will not suppress our rage. We will be angry forever. Like, I was like, there is a place you can do that. <laughs> it's called hell, you know. And she was so surprised. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you don't want to go there. And uh, so in reward for her doing that, she gets my prayers every day. So I'm praying for her, you know, and I'm hoping to meet her in heaven because the love and the mercy of Jesus could even touch a heart that's in that place, huh? So second story, I had a friend who's now deceased. She was a very unusual person. Um, you can find her testimony on the internet. Her name was Betty Brennan, so she's deceased now. And she had an interesting story. She um, was in upstate New York, and she had lost a child. I think it was cancer. And she was so angry at God that she was sitting in the back of church. And in her grief, she said to God, I'm going to get you back. That's how angry she was. Why did you take my child? And so uh, through a series of unusual circumstances, she found herself joining Satanism. So she became like into witchcraft and Satanism. And however that stuff works, she was... Um, kind of like high up. She was like like in deep, you know? And then um, she was, you know, giving herself over to that. So you can imagine, okay, this is a person who's clearly on the other team, <laughs> okay? And uh, But she had this friend who had a medical condition who couldn't drive, and so she found herself giving her friend rides to Mass. So she gets like suckered into giving this friend rides to Mass. And then she would be, and eventually she's like in the parking lot, and then eventually like she goes to the back of the church, but then she would leave before the consecration. And then the priest kind of started to realize, who, like, who is this lady? And she kind of always leaves before the consecration. And then she would also pray to evil spirits, and like, for example, the lights would go off. You know, they, they call that the spirit of games. Like, they just like, they play games. And so eventually the priest kind of figured it out, <laughs> like, okay, who are you, you know? And he was able to invite her to an, a, what ended up being deliverance ministry and exorcism. She gets freed by the Lord, has this beautiful conversion, and then she became a wonderful, holy woman of God. And she had the mystical gifts. She was on a team for exorcism. A lot of exorcists have these teams that help them. And she was also a consultant to the Vatican. They would often consult her uh, about the teachings on how to do this spiritual warfare. So isn't that amazing? So you can hear her story on the internet. Betty Brennan, there's, they recorded her witness, and she's deceased now, but she was a really dear friend of mine. I have a lot more crazy stories of things, adventures with her, but she was really wonderful. But I share that story on this day because for anyone who's still alive or here, even if a person has done a big sin, something they're like, man, God can never forgive me, somebody who's even given themselves over to the devil himself, it's not too late, you know, and that's why the church responds to these things with prayer, right? That, that's the theme for today, prayer and fasting, prayer and fasting. Like this one can be driven out by prayer and fasting. We never allow our hearts to say, oh, this is a person on the, you know, this is my enemy. Like, no, this is potentially my brother and sister. Maybe later in life, they'll have a conversion, you know? And so we, we pray, we don't give up on people. We pray, we, we fast, we do sacrifices and penances. Um, people who are doing blasphemies, you know, we can even pray for them. 
I, I think of the words when the child Jesus appeared to Sister Lucia, and he said, you know, to promote this first Saturday devotion, he, he said to her something to the effect of, you see your mother's heart with the thorns, but who will take the thorns out? It was like prayers of reparation is like taking the thorns out. Isn't that beautiful? And so on this day, we're here, we're saying the rosary, we're going to Mass. After Mass, we're going to have adoration. Maybe we take a little extra time today to offer prayers of reparation, prayers for the conversion of those who are uh, on the other team for now, that they would come to God's side. Amen. Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans